think of a place now that's stephanie mills now we're gonna go back to the 80s <laughs> now now it's the late 80s I was, so i was here don't act like yeah. you weren't around well i didn't know stephanie mills so <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite things about our podcast like you've introduced me to new artists i've introduced you to new there artists. you go we found a way to bring music into bringing right, it home with we, sarah and tenille it's something we both love yes Definitely. No. And so she's talking about home as this loving place. And she's talking about the memories and the trees. And she wishes she could go back there, all these types of things. Right. And we feel that way about home. But there's something we need to be aware of that goes on. And it's something most people don't really consider. So on our um, podcast this week here on Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille, we're going to talk about lead poisoning. Yes, because the 20th through the 26th of October is Childhood Lead Poisoning Prevention Awareness Month. Now, I can't say that again, but <laughs> this is the week that we focus on lead and preventing lead poisoning in children. And it's not a topic, you know, Tanil and I were talking earlier, this is not really a topic that either one of us have spent much time studying. No. But there are a lot of myths out there, and we kind of want to debunk some of those today. Yeah, but let's talk about the lead in homes, kind of where the risk is. Because yes. a few statistics, so to get you thinking about whether lead may be in your home or not, 87% of the houses that were built before 1940 were lead. I mean, they had lead paint. Right. It's just what they did. It's just what they did. Yeah. So 69% of the homes that were before 1960 still had lead paint. Right. Even if your home was built between 61 and 78, there's still about a quarter of a chance that lead paint is there. Okay. So if we've got an older home, this is something we need to really be thinking right. about. Right. And this can reach, you know, the rural areas or urban areas where people mm -hmm. are, you know, moving downtown areas, historic homes. Yes. 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 So it's something if you live in, in a home from these time frames, you really need to kind of think about. Especially Definitely. if you're going to be doing any remodeling, which we'll talk about. Yeah. So you said there are some myths. Yeah. So one of the myths is you cannot prevent your child from being poisoned by lead. And actually, you can. And mm -hmm. we're going to talk about some of those steps okay. that we can take to protect our children. Obviously, your health department is a good resource. Uh, your extension office is a good resource. And your health care provider is going to be your A1 resource when it comes to dealing with some of the signs that you see right. and things like that. So right. um, another myth is that lead poisoning is not really a problem anymore. You know, that's just something that happened a long time ago. Lots of folks grew up around lead paint and they're good now. Don't we hear that about a lot of things? Oh, yeah. Well, We've been doing that for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the truth is that lead paint was in homes 20 years ago. It's even more of a health hazard now. Oh. The problem is is that when that paint gets older and it starts to peel and ship it away. It chips more the older yes. it gets. And that can lead to the dust, which exposes us to the lead. Right. Because we breathe that in the lead. Mm. So, yes. I mean, you know. Any place there's ever been a lead paint used as it starts to chip and peel away or if you're doing a remodeling project, you're going to be breathing in the lead. Yeah, because it's getting older and it's it's shedding. Right. <laughs> For lack of a better word. <laughs> so another myth is that only children can be affected by 
lead poisoning or at risk for lead poisoning? And that's not true. I mean, we know it affects children and adults differently. With children, we tend to see a lot of developmental issues. Um, and this is something that they're screened by their physician for when they're right. really, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously if your child had a screening when they were young and they came back just fine, but you do live in a house that's at risk or they go to a daycare that was built a long time right. ago or the grandparents home is older and they stay there is something they may want to go back and look at again. If you're having some concerns Definitely. with adults, we tend to show signs of hypertension when we have elevated lead in our blood, oh, high blood pressure. Yeah. High blood I pressure is how it, that. how it shows up. So we're affected as well. Adults are just in a different way. Okay. Another myth, you know, you're saying your child won't get lead poisoned unless they actually eat the paint. And, you know, this is something that sitcoms have made fun of. I've seen jokes about kids sitting there snacking on paint chips. (laughs) And obviously that would put you at risk for lead poisoning. But there's other ways. There are. You know, um, all they've got to do, like I said before, is breathe in that dust. Yeah. Not just put like mouth to mouth, like mouth contact on some paint. They just need to breathe it in. So if they're a toy has been around and exposed, gotten dust on it Hmm. um, from the home, or let's just say, you know, the toddlers totting around and they run their finger across where some paint has been and gets dust on their fingers. And then we start sucking on our hands. Right. Or don't wash their hands before they eat. Yeah. You know, those types of things. So Mm -hmm. you don't literally have to, you know, chew on something that has lead paint. And there's some other stuff in the house, too, that may have lead. I mean, we remember the the lead water crisis in Flint, Michigan, and in other places, which is not fully resolved, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But there's other issues. Um, You know, the dirt outside. You know, if you have one of these older homes, lead is part of the dirt outside. Mm -hmm. And so that's something we have to keep in mind when our little kids are playing outdoors, Definitely, because they're going to get in the dirt. They're going to get in the dirt. (laughs) And then, you know, regulations are really tight on toys now, but they're still, occasionally, you'll see an alert about, you know, a recall on some toy because it's got lead in it. It's got lead. So just be aware of what you're exposing, you know, your kids to when you buy toys and things like that. And if they've been outside playing, common sense, bring them in, wash your hands, and you'll be fine. And there are dishes that contain lead um, that kind of have warnings. Some of them say... Do not eat. These are for decorative right. purposes. Yes, if it's a decorative bowl, it may have lead in there as part of the paint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just leave it as a decoration. Yeah, don't try to use it. No. <laughs> so another myth, my child's not going to be hurt by lead unless he or she has very high blood lead levels. And see, we know that even low levels of lead in a child's blood can create long-term problems and um, behaviors and learning issues. Mm -hmm. You know, I was reading, researching this topic, and it said the level of lead exposure that's considered safe for children is zero. So So none. (laughs) None. There is no safe lead amount for children. So we want to do all we can to try to protect them from coming in contact with it. So another myth is that your home would be fine if you just leave the lead paint where it is because having your home de-leaded, so to speak, that's only going to create more dust, lead paint dust. Well, the fact is, um, if the lead removal is done by a trained and licensed professional, you know, not just some guy you hire or maybe even yourself. (laughs) I'm not going to try it. (laughs) You know, you need to hire somebody that's licensed and and trained to remove uh, lead-based paint. 
because they will clean it up properly and that will prevent the spread of that dust getting to other parts of your home and things like that. So it'll be done in a safe manner. So if you do have paint in your home you want to get rid of, you need to do your homework and hire somebody that is trained and qualified to deal with lead-based paint and the removal of it. Definitely. Don't do it yourself. No. Some <laughs> DIYs we just need to Even if you're life. trying to save money, don't YouTube it and try it yourself. Right. You know, it's funny. We talked about this topic can affect people that live in the country and the city, but mm-hmm. there is a, a myth out there that that if I live in the country, I don't have to worry about lead exposure. That's just something that children who grow up in the city have to deal with. And it doesn't matter where your house is located. If it was built before 1978, it could possibly have lead paint and city, country, doesn't matter. Right. And again, it's not just limited to your house. Any building, you know, that you work in, mm-hmm. that your child goes to daycare in, a school, you know, anything. If it was built before 1978 and it has not been treated to remove the lead threat, uh-huh. there's a possibility that there's going to be lead paint there. That's right. So, yeah. Like Tanil said, it doesn't matter where you where you live. Yes. Be affected. Yes, definitely. So let's tell people kind of what they can do. You okay. know, if you do live in one of these older homes and you don't know if it has lead or not, let's assume it does. Because we want we want to be on the safe side. So uh, we already determined that there's no safe level. So we want to get it down to zero. Uh-huh. And you mentioned washing hands. Yes, I mean that's something you should be doing anyway, doing yeah. it often, but. Especially if you are living in a home that has lead paint or whatever and you haven't been able to get rid of it or you're just not sure. Mm -hmm. Wash your hands, especially before you eat. Make sure if your child is using a pacifier, has toys, a toddler, make sure that you're washing those things as well. Especially if they're crawling. Think about how many times the pacifier ends up on the floor, the bottle ends up on the floor. And those toys are on the floor. Toys are on the floor. Pick them up, suck on it, put it back on the floor. So, yeah. You know, make sure you're washing often, clean often, you know, wipe down your floors with a damp mop or a sponge. And that's important that you have a damp mop, to, you know, not just a broom, because what is a broom going to yes. do? It's going to kind of spread Switch the dust around. around. Yeah. Um, we and need something that's going to kind of pick up some of that dust. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talked about lead being possibly outside. Yeah. So when you come in, take your shoes off at the door to avoid tracking any dirt through the house. Definitely. Yeah. That's going to make your floors a little bit cleaner. I mean, these are things we should probably be doing anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if lead is a risk factor for you, you want to make sure you're doing it. Yeah. And if you know you live in one of these older homes and they've got the uh, lead pipes and everything, let the water run for a few minutes in the morning before you use it. I mean, just turn it on. Let it run for a little bit. It's not going to affect your water bill that much to let it go. <laughs> no, yeah. But we want to clear any lead, you know, try to clear as much as we can yeah. uh, from the faucet before we decide to use it. And then use cold water when you're cooking, making bottles, those types of things. Um, you know, those are some ways to help protect yourself. I think so, too. And, you know, bottom line, if you're able to get it out of your home, it's mm-hmm. worth the money to hire a professional to come in and do that. It, it, you know, the safety of your family is really priceless. Yes, it is. And so we want to make sure that we keep our little ones safe. And as we've learned, we want to be able to keep the big ones safe, That's too. Because right. we all can be at risk. Exactly. So thank you for joining us on this episode. And in the words of Mr. Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Take care. <laughs>